Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. Or serve Sara Lee caramel pecan rolls, all topped off with crunchy pecans and gobs of caramel. Both made with fresh butter, eggs, whole milk. Completely baked, then frozen right from the oven, so you get them oven fresh. Find them both in your grocer's freezer, freshest place they can be. Surprise your family tomorrow. Serve Sara Lee cinnamon nut coffee cake or Sara Lee caramel pecan rolls. Trust your taste to tell you. It's great by Sara Lee. There's no mistaking the very best baking in Sarah Lee. CNN's Chris Cuomo says Fredo is like the N-word for Italians, sparking backlash on Twitter. And then Anthony Scaramucci assembling a team of former cabinet members to speak out against Trump. With this Axios interview, you compared the president to Chernobyl, something of a nuclear meltdown. John Gazelle doesn't deserve any of this. On Monday night, a video of CNN anchor Chris Cuomo confronting a man who called him Fredo, as in the cowardly Corleone son of Gazelle played in The uh, Godfather, went viral. In, in his profane rant, Cuomo says that using the term is akin to using the N-word, a claim that has opened the portal to one of Twitter's most hellish dimensions. The, the video, which began circulating last Monday night, uh, features Cuomo comparing the term Fredo to the N-word. The moniker references a character from the film, The Godfather, who betrays his family. Basically, uh, this is... Uh, Something that CNN uh, spokesperson said the network will be standing by uh, Cuomo, saying the anchor was, quote, defending himself when he was verbally attacked with the use of an ethnic slur in an orchestrated setup, end quote. And, you know, in, in all of this, I'm just wondering why no one has asked Al Pacino what he thinks. Fredo. You know my name now, fucking Fredo. I thought your name 
this fucking freight. I'll not be a lie. I want to be a man. Stand up like a man. I'm standing up, man. I want to be a man out here. Then fucking own it. Then own what you said. Then own what you said. Listen, man. I have a problem with you, man. You're going to have a fucking problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. You don't want to sue? So you can fucking sue? Well, why don't you do it? Go take a swing. You want to call me Fredo? Take a fucking swing. Take a fucking swing. Watch your fucking hands. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. So you want to call me shit? Call me shit. I'm right fucking here. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. You didn't know what you were doing when you called me Fredo? I thought it was your name. I thought it was your name. You didn't know, right? You didn't know what you were saying, right? I thought it was his name. I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. This is my bad. Hey, look at all these cameras. You're in for it. You're in for it. I'm in for what? You call me fucking Fredo? You're in for it. And now a quick message from one of our sponsors. Attention adults, you need help. Mother, are you depressed because your fabric softener has been hardening on you lately? Dad, are you despondent because your stock slipped 14 points in one day? If so, stop worrying. Help is on the way. Help is the new Beatles movie. We're telling you about it now because it took you so long to get down and see A Hard Day's Night, the Beatles' first movie. Once you were there, you laughed just as hard as any of the critics, including your own sons and daughters. So here's our helpful hint for troubled grown-ups. See Help. It's in color. It's a United Artists release. It's got spine-tickling adventures, side-tingling laughter, and a Beatles eye view of this much too serious world. So be the first adult in your group to seek help from the Beatles. Then, recommend to the kids. With this Axios interview, you compared the president to Chernobyl, something of a nuclear meltdown, and then you went on to say a couple more weeks like this and country over party is going to require the Republicans to replace the top of the ticket in 2020. A couple more le weeks like this, you say. A couple more weeks like what? Former White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci said on Monday that he's assembling a team of former cabinet members to speak out against President Trump in an effort to find a Republican challenger to the president in 2020. He said, quote, I'm in the process of putting together a team of people that feel the exact same way that I do. This is not a never Trump situation. This is not just screeching rhetoric. This is OK. The guy's unstable. Everybody inside knows it. Everyone outside knows it. Let's see if we can find a viable alternative, end quote, Scaramucci uh, said on CNN's uh, New Day. He went on to say, uh, quote, moreover, I've got, uh, I've got to get some of these former cabinet officials in unity to speak up about it, end quote. Uh, Scaramucci would not re reveal the names of the former officials that he said feel that Trump is unstable, but he said that he expects more to come out publicly in the coming months. Well, the last time I was in this chair with you, John, we were talking about the racially charged rhetoric that led to a whole Twitter nonsense from the president. And obviously he then left to go to the two shooting areas. And so now... He comes back from the two shooting areas. That was like a total catastrophe because the only thing he was doing in those areas was talking about himself and praising himself and, and crowd sizes. And so 
it just one day after the next, it gets worse and worse and worse. And in the meantime, as you know, in a chair like this or inside your studio or elsewhere, you know, I got fired two years ago and have tried to stay very loyal to him and very loyal to the agenda because I think the policies are very, very good for the American people. But the rhetoric is so charged and so divisive that we have to all just take a step back now and say, what, what are we doing, actually? So uh, one thing that I find reprehensible, and the president continues to do this, and I think what will en end up happening is sound and reasonably minded men and women in the Republican Party will say, wait a minute, we can't do this. He is giving people a license to hate, uh, to provide a source of anger, to go after each other, uh, and he does it on his Twitter account. So let's just stop for a second and think about this. Uh, we, we ignore it, but he goes after people personally. Going after me personally, no problem. I'm a big boy. I can take it. Donnie Deutsch can take it. But he goes after indiv individuals uh, as the president of the United States on his Twitter account, okay, which incites hate, which incites death threats. I mean, at some point, I think the people in my party will have to look at all this stuff and, and stop being anesthetized to it and say, hey, what are we doing? The policies are great, many of them. The trade war thing is likely going to end up in, a, in an unexpected outcome. We can talk about that if you want. But lastly, how are we all tolerating this? So, so to me, I'm just saying it, it, you know, last week, arguably one of the worst weeks in his presidency, and again, I'm not talking about things that happen to him politically from a legislation point of view or things like that, but just from the way he's acting as a human being. So to me, a couple more weeks like this, I really do believe there will be a groundswell in the party where people say, hey, the policies are great, but you're setting us up uh, the way Jimmy Carter set up the Democratic Party where they went into the wilderness for 40 years. So, so those are my opinions. I'm very proud to state them. And, uh, you know, listen, I mean, if you saw the Chernobyl series, it did not end well. So uh, we're in the first two episodes now. Let's see how this thing uh, uh, unfolds. Are you calling for a change at the top of the Republican ticket? Uh, well, I'm calling for it to be considered, yes. I think you have to uh, consider a change at the top of the ticket when someone is acting like this. When someone is that uh, uh, lacks intellectual curiosity. Last but not least, just want to say thank you to everyone who's given a listen to the show. Um, I checked the analytics, and it looks like, you know, we got a healthy, um, sizable audience. Uh, it's growing organically, um, but it could always be bigger. So, and I'd like to make this a full-time job, and I can do uh, very entertaining podcasts if um, I have the resources and the time in which to do so. So, if you guys... Uh, like what you hear, um, you know, please let me know, man. Um, I got a Twitter handle at podcast underscore report. The underscore is uh, like a hyphen, but it's like on the ground kind of like type thing. So, yeah, yeah, at podcast underscore report on Twitter. Or feel free to, you know, write me an email at thepodcastreport at gmail.com. That's right, thepodcastreport at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed.